Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it's December 19th, it is 2022. We have nine NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, the Chief, the Justice, the 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. Trying to have a rebound evening and hopefully uh, get this thing rolling. Uh, back on the rails. I know we had talked earlier about NFL and how that went for us today. I mean, I just had some bad beats in NFL uh, with some props that I needed to come through. Had two walk-off defensive touchdowns that cost me, you know, basically, let's call it a 50X return. Ended up with double-ups on, on both of those cards. Don't get me wrong. You're never going to hear me complain about profit. But, man, it was definitely a what could have been uh, if things broke our way. Uh, just, you know, all we can call is a bad, bad beat. Uh, any other day, those props come through for sure. Um, but look, man, you guys aren't here to talk about my double up prop woes today, uh, which is like a cash game to some of you folks. You're here for the big money, the 50K, the 100K, the 25K. And for those of you in the single entry streets, the 5K, the 2K, the 1K. Uh, so I, um, I'm excited about this late, nice little, nine gamer as we tune up for uh, for christmas and uh should, should be a fun one yeah i mean so sleeper did not go well DraftKings did not go well fandle went okay price picks price picks went really well for me this week and i did a lot of my prize peaks prize pick stuff for like the saturday slate so like the saturday slate ended up you know carrying a lot of um sunday so and 
listen, I needed it because Sunday did not go well. Um, very, <laughs> very overweight on New England. That did not work. Um, so definitely ready to get back and um, talk some hoops. I, I like this hoop slate. You know, it's always nice to get back on these um, Sunday night, Monday, Monday podcast, but Sunday night shows. Um, outside of the fact of almost forgetting to completely do the intro and everything um, before we got rolling. So, you know, it's Sunday when you almost forget to, you know, click on everything that you're supposed to click on. Would have been a lot of post like podcast editing, which would have been um, so much fun. So I'm glad I did not forget. It was really close. You can ask Will. I had, already, I had clicked the button, but I did not click OK. So we're good. It's Monday. Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Hope everybody's ready for Christmas six days away. Let that sink in. Anyone that has kids six days away. Yeah. We're going to break down this nine game slate and um, yeah, a lot to talk about here. So we get started with Utah at Cleveland, Utah, Cleveland, 222 total in this game. The Cavs looks like a six point favorite in this one. On the Utah side, I mean, Kelly Olenek is questionable, and Sexton is out. And on the Cavs side, Rubio remains out. Stevens is out. Wade and Windler remain out as well. Let's go with Utah first. Tough matchup going up against one of the better defenses in the league in Cleveland. What do you like here for Utah? Uh, not much, Steve. I mean, Clarkson is, is at 6,800. He's, he's definitely priced appropriately. Um, he does have some upside, little mini revenge game for everyone that remembers him being in Cleveland for a little while. But uh, I don't think it's worth it here. Uh, you know, Malik Beasley, he's at 5,700. And, you know, while he's definitely going to get some shots up at 5,700, I think I'm out on that price. You've already talked about the uh, Cleveland defense here. Laurie Market in 8,200, not a, not a spot where I want to pay, pay 8,200 for Laurie Market. And, uh, who was in Cleveland for a little while as well. So I, I, I'm i passing on this Cleveland side. Excuse me, the Utah side. I'm sorry about that. Big time. Uh, not going to be taking any players from there. Olenek may have been my one, but with him being questionable, I'm just – I'm going to let him sit on the shelf as well. Yeah, I mean, not a, not a ton of interest here um, in the Utah side. I mean, with Sexton out, it really isn't – a, a giant bump to really anybody. The thing that I'll, I'll kind of be paying attention to is if a Linux sits, because if a Linux sits, I think we could see like Walker Kessler, maybe play 26 to 32 minutes. Um, and I mean, he's been a good point per, per, um, per minute producer. Uh, see my, my tongue is just not working yet. So, I mean, Walker Kessler, if a is out is, you know, somewhat interesting. They're going to need size in this game. Cleveland plays kind of big, so I think he'd be an option. Um, but if Olenek plays, just not a ton of interest in this game. I mean, if Olenek is out, Vanderbilt might be another guy you could potentially take a tournament shot on. Kessler's just cheaper. Vanderbilt has power forward eligibility, which is, you know, somewhat nice. Going to the Cleveland side of this game, I mean, Cleveland on the flip side of this game, they play at the slowest pace in the NBA, so they're playing against a team that's 11th in pace. And Utah, they've gotten a little bit better on they're they're 25th now, not 26th anymore. Um, so good matchup for Cleveland. You know the problem is trying to find a run back on the Utah side. Maybe it's marketing. 
and you just bite the bullet, hope the game stays close and marketing has a big game going back to Cleveland and, you know, wants to kind of show them up. But I mean, this is a fantastic spot for the Caps. Yeah, absolutely. You've got Mitchell at 8,900, who I don't think a lot of people are going to play today. You've got Darius Garland at 7,800, who I don't think that people will probably play Garland before Mitchell today. Uh, and I don't mind that. I mean, I think the price discount is is large enough. We're going to have some other guys that we maybe want to spin up for. But once again, you've talked about that, the fact that this is a good spot for this team. Uh, and Stevie, this is something we were talking about earlier. With all of these guys out, Kevin Love at 3700 not going to feel great. It's, it, and it may be thin, but at these prices, if Kevin Love gets 20-plus minutes in this spot, like 3700 is probably a little bit too cheap. He should probably be 4200-ish. So I did want to mention him because as long as he's at a bottom of the barrel price, I think he's someone I want to just get in my pool because we don't know when a 25-minute game is coming, and you're not going to know, so you just have to play him every day type of thing. So I uh, wanted to mention that as well. Yeah, I mean, he's at that price point now, right? 3700 if you do get that, like, minutes bump out of nowhere type of game. Um, I mean, he he crushes at, at 3700 So uh, I don't mind, you know, a tournament shot on him. And honestly, with Stevens ruled out for this game, that could lead to more minutes for, for Kevin Love. Um, who knows <laughs> where these minutes are going to go. They could go to Jetty Osman um, at 3100 potentially. So... We'll see how that kind of plays out, but I don't want to overlook Garland or Mitchell in this spot. I think that tournament ceiling at their prices, they both have a lot. Um, Garland has had some big games here recently, so we know like he's capable. And I mean, Utah is such a great team to target, you know, guards and big guys against. Um, so good spot for Cleveland. Definitely going to be looking on sleeper um, for some props here. So. Let's go to the Toronto at Philadelphia side of this game. I mean, or next game, Toronto at Philadelphia, next game on the slate. See, dude, I'm feeling the Mondays today. Like I will, it's, it's hit me. Um, it's hit me. <laughs> so, 219 and a half total in this game. Six and a half point favorite here for Philadelphia. Back-to-back for Toronto. We'll see injury news-wise what comes out, if anything. And then Korkmaz is questionable. Maxi is out. Um, so we'll go to the Toronto side first. Back-to-back for Toronto. Um, I mean, we have no idea. They did say, like, OG could potentially play on this road trip, whether it be here or later in the week. Gary Trent. Did not play on Sunday, so we'll see if he is back in the lineup because that makes a difference for him, whether or not he plays or not. So, or this team, what are your thoughts here on Toronto? Well, my main thoughts are OG is out and Gary Trent is out again. Then, I mean, even though Fred Van Vliet's 8,500, like he's well worth that price. Um, I mean, his upside has been spectacular with those guys out. I mean, Steve, if you look at the past couple games here, 44, 66, 56, 42, um, you know, this is – and today he, he scored around 22 points. He had been up 30-plus in back-to-back games with those big games. So I, I like him a lot here. Um, I don't mind Siakam, 
But I feel like, Stevie, Siakam and Van Vliet have, let's call it similar upside um, at, 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 at a much lower price point for Van Vliet. So he's kind of the guy I would like to play. And then maybe I just kind of mix and match from there. So I, I, and it's not that Philly is such a great matchup, but, I mean, man, Van Vliet's been been really putting up the fantasy points with these guys out. Yeah, you know, I think it's it's interesting too on the Toronto side. If if Trent doesn't play again, like I mean, the shot attempts and everything for Scotty Barnes should stay like fifteen plus, and he's a little bit cheaper than Van Vliet. I mean, I I like the Van Vliet call. Um, I think he is someone that can go for fifty plus right now in any game. I want to kind of see how this injury news shapes up um, with Gary Trent playing or not playing. I don't think I want to go like Hernan Gomez or Thad Young, like any of those guys, like getting barely any minutes type of plays. But, I mean, it will be interesting because, I mean, what was it? was Flynn, right? He played like 37 minutes on Sunday. So if – I mean, if he's going to play that type of minutes, if Trent doesn't play, he just – he kind of just – went into Trent's like role. I mean, Trent's a 35 minute guy. So, you know, if Flynn's going to play like that type of minutes, he's way too cheap. So (laughs) not a big fantasy point per minute guy, but 35 minutes at 3,100, you're not going to find many guys on any slate uh, for that price. Yeah, absolutely. With you a hundred percent. Philly side. I mean, Embiid is someone that can break any slate really struggled against this team earlier this year. Not too concerned about that game. I mean, I think that, you know, those games are going to happen for anybody. And that was, what was it? It was October. So it was a long time ago. He just didn't have any other stats. He shot the ball really well in that game. Um, what are your thoughts on the Philly side? Yeah. I mean, and beat and beat and beat. He's definitely a guy we want to get involved with on this slate. Going to be expensive. I don't think a lot of people are going to go there, but I mean, this is a guy that's been putting up, you know, 60 plus fantasy points a ton, um, you know, and a guy that I, I really like on this slate uh, big time. So um, at 11 5, I'm in. You know, we've seen James Harden, he's priced up to 9,900 now. Um, and he's another guy that's been putting up big performances and, uh, you know, big assist numbers too, Steve. Like we've seen 12, 16, 15, 9. These are big numbers, uh, getting back kind of to the older version of James Harden where he's, you know, putting up big assist numbers, almost getting triple doubles. Like, this is what we want to see. So I don't mind him at 9,900 as well. Uh, you know, Tobias Harris is down here at 6,800, but I'm not as enthused, you know, about his price. I, he's not a guy that, you know, I feel like is going to break the slate for me. I think I can get away with, with not playing him. All right, moving on. We got Orlando at Atlanta. 229 total in this game. The Hawks, a seven and a half point favorite. Orlando, second end of a back to back. Half the team is questionable or out. Capella is out. Collins is questionable. And DeJounte Murray is questionable. So potentially getting two studs back, which also could potentially really hurt Atlanta because of the pricing right now. Um, so, I mean, looking at the Orlando side, who knows? Um, I mean, we're getting to that like time where like Wendell Carter Jr. said that 
he would be good to go. Um, Jalen Suggs didn't play Sunday, so who knows what's going to happen with him on this um, second end of a back-to-back. But, I mean, Orlando's tough in general right now just because they do have so many injuries, and then the back-to-back kind of doesn't help. What are your thoughts here on the Magic? So, for me, if all of these guys are out for Orlando, like, man, I've been playing Paolo Banchero against a lot of people, Stevie, and at 7,700 – I mean, I mean, we saw him, you know, put him on a clinic here against Boston. Um, and this is with Jason Tatum out. This is their back-to-back game, of course. But, I mean, 31-6-3, the guy's been, been a scoring maniac here, putting up 20 points almost every game with upside for 30. So he's a guy uh, that I'm definitely going to play if, if all these Atlanta guys sit uh, because we're going to have a much, much, much easier spot um for him if DeJounte sits and Collins sits and you know if, if those two sit again this is a much easier spot for him so he's someone I want to highlight even if they're in Stevie I think I still play him for what it's worth but if they're out I do feel like he has a, a slightly easier path uh to get there um so he's someone I really like and then outside of that I just kind of haven't been playing anyone from Orlando they, they're in this weird thing with Bowl Bowls getting 20 minutes. Wagner's getting, you know, 20 to 25 minutes, um, which, I mean, he played, I think, around 30 in the previous game, but he's, you know, typically been 20 to 25 minutes. You're getting, um, oh, God, what's the other guy? Um, Mo Bamba. He's playing a few minutes. Like, everybody's kind of eating into each other. So, as a result, man, it's it's mostly Paolo Benchero for me. Uh, and then Fulton and Anthony are splitting minutes as well. So I just – but Powell is a, an exceptional tournament play. Never hate playing him. Um, I, I definitely don't hate the matchup for him either. It just – I mean, I will say, like, there's some value here depending on who plays and who doesn't. Um, I mean, Mo Wagner out of nowhere has just been a guy that's had these big games here. His price is caught up. Um, but it's also lower the price price of like, boy, boy. Um, I just, man, it, it's tough. It, it really is tough. Like, are they going to play Cole Anthony on the second end of a back-to-back? Um, I mean, the magic been playing good. What is going on in Orlando? Like, I don't know what to think right now. Will like, why, why are the magic winning games? Um, listen, they got a young team, man. The, the young team is talented. There's a ton yes, of talent. It's crazy. They need a they need a veteran scorer. I mean, it's Orlando, so the odds of that happening very very slim. But I mean, if you're if you're a veteran scorer that like could potentially like think, oh man, I think we can make a run in the like East. Like this is a team. I'm just saying, this is a team. Um, the Atlanta side. I mean, Atlanta is so tough here night before because if Dejounte and John Collins back in this game. Some of these guys are just priced way too high. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Atlanta side? Yeah, I, I think that's where I am, Steve. Like if DeJounte comes back and Collins comes back, then even though Hunter's 5,200, can't play him, you know, um, which Capella would be out. But guess what? Okongo was at 5,200. I don't know if I want to play him either. Uh, Bogdanovich at 6,500. Uh, so – if those guys are back out, I don't even think I, I, I wouldn't even play Trey at 10 3 with 
with Jante back, as much upside as he has, I think I just fade him as well. So that's where I am, man. I, I, I I'm pretty much out on Atlanta. If those guys sit, then um, give me Trey Young for sure at ten three. Like he's a big time play. Yeah, I mean, these guys are out. Ton of interest in Atlanta. Um, if these guys sit again, like if John Collins and I don't even know if it really affects Dejounte Murray, but if John Collins sits again, Bogdanovich, man, like if if yeah. if you think this game is going to stay close, which it should. I mean, Orlando's been playing fantastic here recently. These two teams just played and was it a hundred or two hundred fifty nine points or something like that, like um, like four or five days ago. So I mean, Bogdanovich would be super interesting, and then. I mean, the Kongwu experience has just it, – it's turned so many people off that I, I don't know if I want to go there. It's not like A.J. Griffin is really doing anything. Jalen Johnson's minutes are, are not really there. So, I mean, I don't – I don't know. I don't – Frank Kaminsky's really cheap at 3,800. I would play one of him or Kongwu. I don't think I'd play them both together. Um, but yeah, I mean, if these guys sit, ton of interest in Bogdanovich, ton of interest in Trey Young, because I, I do think this is going to be a high-scoring basketball game, regardless of yeah. who plays. Oh yeah, big time, big time. All right, Portland at OKC taking on the Thunder. Two, two twenty-eight, two twenty-nine, two thirty—three different books um, in this one, which is. <laughs> Which is fun. It's so much fun, right? Like, it's exactly what we like to see. We like to see books all over the place. Um, I mean, we could sometimes take advantage of that sometimes, anyway. Um, Baisley's out. Giddy is out. SGA is out. Home Green remains out. And Robinson Earl is out. And then on the Portland side, Grant is questionable. Little is out. And Peyton remains out. Portland. Um, I mean, the, the problem with this game, and, and I mean, I love Portland minus seven. There's a couple books that have Portland minus seven. That, <laughs> that, that line is just, that's a freebie. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking on Atchin Network and scores and odds. I don't know if this is still up on the sports book, so don't hold me to it. But, yeah, I love that if that's still a thing. Um, OKC's without their whole team in SGA and Giddy. But, anyway, Portland side. I mean, if you think this game stays close, Lillard should smash. Um, it's just he's so expensive that it's tough. Josh Hart, I, I mean, I think Josh Hart would be a good play if he wasn't um, so expensive. I'm really struggling here on Portland, but, like, the flip side of that, Will, is, like, we're going to play some players from the Thunder. Do we have to have anybody here on the Portland side? Man, you know, this is a scary spot for me, Stevie, because – it feels like, and I'm saying feels, and I'm using that word very cautiously here, that Portland should essentially take care of business with a depleted, and I do mean depleted OKC team. Um, I mean, I just don't feel like they have enough firepower to keep up in this game at all, Stevie. And I, and I mean zero. Uh, I mean, I feel like Portland should be leading – wire to wire, almost to the point where I feel like I want to play some of these, let's call it fringe Portland guys like Justice Winslow or something. 
Like that that's almost how I feel about this. And he's getting, you know, he got 28 minutes um you know against Houston. I mean, if he gets 28 minutes in this spot, you know, against a few backups, maybe he's okay, but all in all, I like Dame, I like Simmons. Um It's just a tough spot for me because I think they're going to blow this team out. And so I'm definitely not playing Jeremy Grant. Um, Many revenge for Jeremy. Definitely not playing Jeremy. Um, I think if there's anybody I felt best about, it's probably Anthony Simons for the price. And I don't think I want to play him either. Like, we need him to pick up 40, 50 points in Three quarters, basically, which may be possible against a depleted OKC team, but I just I'm not thrilled about it. I still may like the OKC players because I think they're going to be cheap enough for sure. But Portland, man, just it feels like a bad spot. Yeah, I'm struggling. I really am. Like, yeah. If OKC keeps the game close, Lillard smashes, just smashes. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm on the fence. Like, I, I really am. Like, I mean, no one could stop Nurkic in this game if he was going to play 30-plus minutes, but he doesn't do that hardly ever anymore, it seems like. Um, you know, he maybe he's an interesting tournament play here. I just I, – I struggle. I know the upside is there for Portland in general in this game. I, I just don't know where it's going to be, whether it be Watford or I just don't know. Um, if I'm running like two or three Thunder players, I'm probably going to run it back with one of these Portland guys. It's just which one projects the best. Give me the guy that looks <laughs> the best in the numbers. Let the model run it. Uh, the Thunder side, no SGA, no Giddy. It really leaves us a very small and hard sample size to kind of navigate through with everybody else out as well. I mean, yeah. like when we're taking Baisley, SGA, Robinson Earl, Giddy, all these guys off the floor, I'm probably missing someone too. Um, but when we're taking all these guys off the floor, we get a very small sample size. So it's – I don't want to say it's useless because nothing's useless, but it's like 85 minutes. Um, and like Trey Mann, <laughs> like – he gets the biggest bump and he's with the G league team right now. So we'll see if he's going to even get like called back up here. He's 3,900. If he does, um, I mean, I, I have a hard time not saying Lou Dort's one of the best, if not the best plays on the entire slate at 5,500, knowing that his usage and everything is going to be so high. Um, Poku's interesting. Kendrick Williams came back over the weekend. He played Saturday, played 32 minutes. This is a guy for for the last couple of years when we've gotten usage and, and minutes, he's crushed. So, I mean, Kendrick Williams at 4,100, definitely another guy that needs to be on your list today. Yeah, I don't hate that call at all. Don't hate that at all. Um, I mean, talk to me here, Will. What do you like for the Thunder? So, like, if we get Trey Mann at 300, good. But the only guys that played, like, in my opinion, big minutes the other night in that blowout, uh, we had Lou Dort at, 
Well, I, I don't want to say blowout, but against Memphis, Lou Dort played 31 minutes, and then Williams played um, uh, Jalen Williams played 30, and then Cameron Williams played, I think it was 30. Yeah, 30 minutes. Outside of that, outside of those three, nobody else played over 30. Everybody was in this weird 20s range. So I think if I'm going to plant my flag on anyone, it's those three. William, the Williams brothers, and then Lou Dort. And that's it. I, I'm not playing anyone that's getting 20 minutes, even though it, it's a low salary. I, I, I want the minutes. Yeah, I mean, the minutes are going to be the biggest thing here just at the end of the day. So, you know, nailing the minutes is is going to be very, very important. Um, so anything else? here in this game just in general no sir i am good we got milwaukee going into new orleans up next this game no total anywhere i looked multiple places not finding one uh middleton is out for the bucks ingram is out larry nance is doubtful and little remains out so kind of shocked there's no line because we it seems very you know straightforward what injury news we're looking at here but hey who am i to say anything so talk to me what do you like here for the bucks yeah man so you know as you've already mentioned we've got chris middleton out which in my opinion is a big deal um and i know he hasn't kind of been playing most of the season but he has come back he's been kind of trying to reintegrate himself into the offense, the defense. And um, I think we've seen them, you know, try to make some adjustments here. Um, you know, Giannis has two spots here where he, you know, he hadn't even scored 20 points um, and blow out against Memphis. I Giannis at 12-3 is very intriguing to me in a game where, like, it should be very competitive, Stephen. That, that's really, you know – I love competitive games, and I think this is a competitive game. Like, they should be able – they should get pushed here um, in this particular ball game. Like, I don't feel like it's crazy lopsided to one side or the other. I, I think I think this is a good spot for Giannis. If it's close down the stretch, man, um, we've seen Giannis have some monster second halves all season, this is a spot where he could go off for 30-plus real points and get the peripherals going for sure. So I do like him. Um, you know, Bobby Portis is pretty much priced way up now. I mean, he's put up some big performances as well. Um, so, yeah, and then Drew Holiday at 8,600. I think he's overpriced, Stevie. He has had some big games, but I, I still that, – that's that's a big number to pay for Drew in, in, in this spot for me, even with Middleton out. Even with Middleton out, I agree with you. 86 seems like a lot. I mean, he's going to have to have like a, a ceiling game. And I just, I find myself going to like a Bobby Portis for $1,600 less. And like, I know that Bobby Portis has just as much ceiling as Drew Holiday. So I end up there. And then on the value side, I think a, a guy that we, you know, kind of played really well low key earlier this year without Middleton was Grayson Allen. He's 4,400. I mean, this is not a bad matchup yeah. for him. 
he should play 30 plus minutes with no Middleton because that's what he was doing earlier. So uh, I think Grayson Allen, just another potential value play. I mean, we talk about potential value because listen, it's the night before. We know that there's going to be a ton of changes throughout the day. So do we end up on these guys value wise? Who knows? I, I mean, but I think regardless of the news, he's definitely going to be someone that's like on my list. Um, assuming that like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think Joe Ingles plays a ton of minutes, but we'll see. He did say like they, he is, this is his game that he's coming back. I just don't think he's going to play a ton of minutes. So unless we get something, we'll see. Um, and they're still kind of deep too, Steve. Like Connaughton's back playing minutes now. Yeah. Javon Carter's playing minutes. Like I, I'm with you there. I, I don't see him coming out playing 30. I, I don't know if he gets 20 minutes in this game. What was what nine or nine or ten months or something? He was out, so yeah. Uh, I do New think Orleans. he's going to be a good addition to their team, though, like their depth. We got Yeezy in chat. We got John Brown. What's up? Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Yeah. New Orleans side of this game. What do you like here for the Pelicans, Will? Man, look. So Zion is now ten two, Stevie. I'm out. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he, I mean, he's he, he's got ceiling, but if he, if he puts up fifty points, I don't, I don't. That's not helping me at ten k. Like, we need to see Zion consistently almost hit Steve for me to consider that. And look, he's he's in a stretch right now. It's like 54, 27, 51, 64, 66, 40, 52, 50, 50, 46, 56. But like, I don't. I think he's priced up now, and I, I'm I'm going to take my chances and not play him at that price. I think I'm going to profit a lot more uh, by not playing him than playing him at that price. That's just me. Um, Jonas Valanciunas, Stevie, I, I want to get your thoughts here, and, and here's why I'm saying this. Like, we're all down in that range where the price is reflecting the minutes decrease. And so he's got more upside at 5,100 and downside playing 26 minutes. Like I think it's time to get back on the Jonas Valanciunas trade. Uh, that's what I think. Like he, He's probably my favorite play from this team, um, given his his true upside. That That's where I am uh, with, with the New Orleans Pelicans. I still don't think I can do it. <laughs> just i 5100 man i know close. man i know um i mean he can double double and still put up 25 I, that's just that's very true yeah <sighs> i'm, I'm just saying like he could put up 40 i'm not saying he's going to but you get what you get what i'm saying like i don't like him it's just it's price man yeah i mean at the end of the day, I think we do you think Giannis guards Zion in this game? I would say I feel like 60% of the time he's got to get Giannis defense. What do you think? I love CJ McCollum in this game. I mean, I, I yeah, like okay, so even 60%, like it should open up, it should open up CJ McCollum to have. A twenty-five shot night, 
And I mean, yeah. anytime we're going to get 25 shots from CJ McCollum, don't care who the opponent is. Uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to take shots because he'll have those 28, 29, 35 point games and he gets some assists and, and fills in some stuff on the, the, the flip side of it too. So I don't know. I mean, maybe, um, maybe I, maybe I shouldn't like him as much, but oh, and really quick. I think I'm with you on Valanchunas because I, I forgot that Larry Nance is doubtful. Yeah. So maybe I am with you on Valanchunas. Maybe he does yeah. get 30 minutes instead of 26 tonight. Okay, I, I I might be sold with you on Valanchunas. So he's definitely busting. So you're all welcome. <laughs> Dallas at <laughs> Dallas at Minnesota. Uh, no total in this game. I mean. Minnesota's on the second end of a back-to-back. Luca's questionable. No way we were getting a total in this game. On top of Luca, Bertans is questionable. Uh, Josh Green is out. Tim Hardaway Jr. is questionable. Maxie's out. Dwight Powell is questionable. Yes. Don't you all? I know it. What's up, Big Hurt? I know everyone here that's hanging out on YouTube right now loves Night Before Podcast because you can jump on some props. This might be a game to jump on some props. Um, There's a few sites that have some props out. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, Will, if Luka doesn't play, I might play Kimba Walker on every single team. He played 42 minutes the other night. No, no. I know. The crazy thing is, so so here's the crazy part. He was 3100 They priced him up to 66 just That's like that. I'm like, man, come on. Uh, <laughs> Not it's, enough. It's, it's crazy. So, um, Okay. Really quick, yeah. we should note that game. Dinwiddie and Luca was out. Dinwiddie is not on the injury report for this game. But, but here's the deal, though. If Jason Kidd is going to play him like he plays Luca, yeah. If Kemba plays thirty-five minutes, you got to play him against Minnesota at this price. Like, if if we're going to get Charlotte Hornets, Kemba Walker thirty-five minutes, and I'm saying that because of the minutes, that's that's insane. Forty-two minutes. Let that like sink in, Kemba Walker who's bounced around everywhere for the last few seasons, it feels like. He played 42 minutes the other night. Yep. How old do you think Kimball Walker is? Do you know? I'm just curious. Um, He's got, I would, I would say, 31. 32. You're, I mean, you're a, okay. you're a Charlotte fan. I thought you'd yeah. be close. So. Yeah. Go Kimba, man. Um, Hopefully listen. he sticks. I mean, he's a good player. He's had some knee issues, you know. Um, but I mean, he can score the basketball. Always been very talented. Yeah. Always been very talented. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're looking at him. I think we're looking at Dinwiddie. If no Luca, um, Dinwiddie is the same price. I think Dinwiddie might be a little bit safer than Kimba. Kimba might shoot more. Um, if Tim Hardaway sits in this game too, uh, Finney Smith at 3,800, just too cheap. He's a potential value play. Um, it, it, like, this is a game you should have circle. 
circle this yeah. game. You know, Minnesota, they're dealing with some injuries. They're middle-of-the-road defense. Um, it's a back-to-back for them. So, you know, does everyone play? We know that – we know Towns isn't going to play. Rudy Gobert didn't play Sunday with the ankle. Um, I mean, I highly doubt he plays again in this game because he'll get a few extra days if he doesn't. So, um, Russell was back on Sunday. So I, I don't know. Uh, the first time I look at this, I'm like, man, this is a juicy game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, on both sides, like, it's good. And then the other thing, too, Steve, we saw Christian Wood get 40-plus <laughs> minutes against – like, if we get 35 minutes out of Christian Wood at 7,900 against Minnesota with no go bear – I'm in. Like, sign me up. You know, Nas Reed got hurt today um, in the previous game. So, he, it's, it could get really ugly for this team, Stevie. I, and I mean, really ugly quickly. All right. Um, anything else here from the Minnesota side? That, I mean, it's a tough night before because they're on the second end of a back to back. But, um, yeah, maybe night. Assuming that Gobert doesn't play, Nathan Knight, like he's thirty-one, he's gonna have to he, play. He's gonna have to play um, minutes. So, yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't, I don't think they're gonna go small ball because Christian Woods gonna play. So, I, yeah, I don't especially like Nas Reed ball. dealing with the shoulder too. I, yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe Knight, and you know, Yeezy just said Knight in chat as well um, just now. So, yeah, I mean, Knight might be. Gosh, he might be like the chalky, chalky value play on the slate. And you might just have to play him. But, yeah, I mean, a lot of options here potentially for Minnesota. Um, some good some good potential targets. This game, circle this game. Again, circle this game. This is a game you need to have circled. Pay attention to the injury news throughout the day. Um, and definitely, you're definitely going to want to take advantage of this game. Who knows how we're going to do it yet, but I mean, we'll see if Gobert plays. That that's a huge key. Do they bring Gobert back because Nas Reed hurt his shoulder on Sunday, and Gobert's been close, but not you know they don't want to push it. So we'll see. San Antonio at Houston. It's always so weird to say that. It's always so weird to say that. Anyway, two twenty eight and a half total. The Rockets a four points. Um, four-point favorite in this one on the san antonio side Keldon johnson and langford are questionable josh richardson's out and on the houston side nothing really i mean matthews is out but he doesn't really play a ton anyway tate's out as well still um matthews like a a 10 to 15 minute guy a night so not going to be a huge difference um go san antonio i mean Keldon johnson playing or not could mean a lot for Podal, Vassal type of plays. Um, Bates-Diop could get some extra minutes. What are your thoughts here on San Antonio? Listen, this team, I feel like I can't ever get a read on this team the right way, Stevie. Everybody's priced in this awkward mid-range. You know, and Keldon Johnson being 8,100, like, 
I'm not going to play him at that price anyway. You've got, you know, Polo at 6,800 against Houston. Like, how many minutes does he get? I don't know. Um, you know, you talked about base job. How many minutes does he get in this game? I, I, I don't know. Uh, if, if Johnson's out, maybe he gets 30. Does that move the needle? I, I don't know. We've got Doug McDermott back, 3,900. You know, he's probably going to be in the 20s. Vassal is definitely a guy I think you may be able to target from a props perspective. Uh, but at 7,100 against Houston, I, I'm close to being in. And I think maybe, maybe I take a shot. But I'm not thrilled about it, if, if that makes any sense. I'm, I'm not thrilled about it. So, um, and then Trey Jones at 6,700. I think he's priced probably a little bit too high as well. I'm just I'm just not thrilled about playing the Spurs, Steve. For and even though it's Houston, I think I'm going to need a fair amount of guys to sit before I get get excited about playing playing the Spurs. If Johnson's out, I have some interest. It's just you have to yeah. just have low expectations when taking shots <laughs> on these San Antonio guys because the minutes are just everywhere. Um, so if, if Johnson sits, I, I mean, the usage is there, you know, just, just like really quickly taking him off the floor on court IQ. It's really slow right now. It doesn't like me just kidding. It's working fine now. I mean, there's not a huge bump to anybody. Blake Wesley gets a huge bump in 12 minutes. Um, so, I mean, nothing really like super useful Trey Jones. It looks like gets the biggest bump in usage and fantasy points per minute, um, without Keldon Johnson. So maybe Trey Jones is the answer, but he's 6,700, 3% usage increase, averaging 1.1 fantasy point per minute. So almost the same point per minute as Vassal $400 difference. Too bad. You know, Trey Jones isn't a little bit cheaper in this game. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Houston, I mean, I, I always feel like uh, anytime you're facing San Antonio, you can have interest, especially in like KPJ or Jalen Green type of plays. But I mean, they're kind of right where they should be price wise. I mean, maybe this is a spot Sangoon, but he's 6K. I just, this game seems like it's priced right where it should be. Yeah. I think I would play. KPJ over anybody else in this game for what it's worth. And I, I just and I think it's just because I feel like he's got more paths to get there than everyone else. Um, like Trey Jones, I don't feel like he scores enough. And then Vassal has a ton. And then Poto's got to get a double-double and everything else. Whereas Kevin Porter Jr. is always going to score, you know, around 15, 16. Does he score 20 today? He's going to have peripherals. It's just does the scoring pick up and does he get the extra peripherals that we need to get us to the big number? And so I, I don't mind KPJ here at all. Uh, Jalen Green, believe it or not, he's picked up in the peripheral category this season. So he's a guy that's probably going to – in this spot, he should be in the mid to upper 20s in scoring. And then it's does he get the peripheral? So I, I'm probably more into Green Porter Jr., um than anyone else in this game and man that's that that's saying a lot here for a houston team and a, and a spurs team that uh, aren't very good 
All right, we got LA facing Phoenix. No total in this game, obviously. Uh, Lakers back to back, ton of injuries. Phoenix dealing with some injuries as well. Aiton is questionable. Booker is questionable. Cam Johnson remains out, and Cameron Payne is out. Kind of huge um, if Booker doesn't play with Payne being out too. Um, on the Lakers side, we know Anthony Davis is going to be out for about a month. So, I mean, that's kind of straightforward. Do they play LeBron on the second end of a back-to-back? Um, who knows? Um, only the Lakers know. They're currently beating Washington right now. You know, we're seeing really solid games from Lonnie Walker. Thomas Bryant's getting, you know, a good amount of minutes. Austin Reeves is getting a good amount of minutes. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough because it's the second end of a back-to-back. But, I mean, there's a ton of minutes to be picked up here. Thomas Bryant, 4,200. Very much in play, especially if Aiton doesn't play. Um, what do you like here for the Lakers? Yeah, man. Um I think I want to see how they handle Thomas Bryant. Like, do you think they sit him on a back-to-back? Because they have, I think, managed him some. Um, He's played back-to-backs without AD already this year. He played um, 28 and 32 minutes on a back-to-back against Cleveland Toronto. So I'm not I'm not super okay. concerned about All him spitting. Right. All right, cool. Well, in that case, I mean, Bryant at 4,200, I think he's going to be a good play, Stevie. Um you know, even if he's getting 25 to 28 minutes, I'm okay with that at that price when, when we know AD is going to be uh, They're going to need him to, um, to to get rolling here. So I, I like him a ton. Um, I, I think this is a good spot for him. So there you have that. In terms of, you know, you talked about Lonnie Walker. Like, he's probably going to be relied upon to handle a little bit more scoring as well. And which he was at the beginning of the season – and then AD kind of took off, and then now everybody's like, okay, well, here you go, AD. You go ahead and, and, and take over here, and that's what they've done. Um, but I I, you know, I think this is a good spot for him. I also like Russell Westbrook at 7,300, you know, a guy that's going to to get rolling again. Like, he, he's a guy that I like as well. I haven't even mentioned LeBron James yet at 10K. I, I want to take a wait and see with LeBron and just kind of see how this goes. Because if they price up LeBron, I don't think they're going straight to 11K. I think they'll give him give us to give him to us at 10-4. Um, but I do want to take a wait and see approach, especially against Phoenix, even though Phoenix is all guys out. Yeah, we'll see what happens here with the Lakers on the second end of a back-to-back. It wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if LeBron sits, but I mean, when he's healthy, he typically plays back-to-backs, so. Now are they even more careful with him with AD out, or do they play it more? I mean, yeah, if LeBron plays at 10K, ton of interest, ton of interest. Going to have a lot of LeBron interest for the next month or so when AD is out. So uh, the Phoenix side, I mean, impossible, impossible to talk about this until we get Booker and Aiden news. Um, if Booker sits... I mean, you're playing Chris Paul if you want to, but I love Bridges. If Booker sits 6,600 for Bridges in this game with Payne out already and Johnson out, like, sign me up. Okaji, 4,100, sign me up. Like, waiting to see what happens with Booker. But, yeah, I mean, this game presents a ton of potential value on this slate. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, you talked about Phoenix, man. Like, it's very interesting, like, what we're getting out of Phoenix right now because of Booker knowing, uh, you know, the Aiton situa- situation as well. If both of those guys sit, you know, and, and Landale was a guy that was playing, um, you know, but Biombo's picked up, he played 30 minutes against the Pelicans. Uh, and he'll probably be relied upon to play 30 minutes again if uh, if if eight and six and we are in a Landale is out. So I don't hate Biombo in this spot for 3,900, Stevie. Like, it's not a bad spot at all for, for him uh, if he's going to get 30 minutes for sure. Not, not a bad spot at all. All right. We're starting to talk about beyond, but we're going to move on. Charlotte at Sacramento. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, the game of the night, right? This is the game of the night. Ooh. I mean, if the if Charlotte keeps this game anywhere, anywhere close, this game is just going to exceed all expectations. Um, 239 and a half total in this one. The Kings are nine and a half point favorite. Charlotte's on the second end of a back-to-back. Kings are not dealing with really any injuries right now. Um, I mean, I think the, the biggest thing here is does LaMelo ball play second end of a back-to-back? Um, what are your thoughts on the Charlotte side of this game? Um, man, who, who don't you play, right? <laughs> those, the, those are my thoughts. Now, uh, Mason Plumley at 6,100, he, he may be a guy that we scratch off here, maybe, um, because he's priced up. P.J. Washington is at 5,600. He's actually been playing big minutes, Stevie. I don't mind sprinkling him in on this one. Like, this this is one where I, I definitely don't mind sprinkle, sprinkling him in. Gordon Hayward is back. You know, they're bringing him along. He's playing about minutes. This might be a spot to hop on. I know it's a back-to-back, uh, but I think he's going to play. And then we've got Oubre and Rogier. While both of these guys are in the 7K range, <sighs> I feel like Rozier still may be a little bit more safe, maybe. Uh, LaMelo's at 8,400. This is a great spot for him. I do feel like everybody on Charlotte's priced up, so I, I'm i still not thrilled about the prices, but they're coming down some, and in this type of game environment on this slate, I'm willing to play a couple guys in that mid-7K range to get some exposure to this game for sure. Well, I mean, Terry Rozier was a hip injury, left the game on Sunday. Um, I haven't seen anything else, like, come out of that, but I think he only played, like, seven minutes or something. It was it was really small. I saw it on Twitter earlier. Um, I haven't even looked into it too much, but leaving a game with the second end of a back-to-back, eh, probably doesn't play. So if that's the case, like, my other thing is, like, Hayward just came back and, like, Ball just came back. Does Charlotte just punt this game? Like, that's a legit concern, right? Does Charlotte just punt this game? If Rozier is hurt, Ball and Hayward just came back. Are they, they just, they ran them out. I think it was like 35, 36 minutes um, against Denver. Do we see Charlotte just punt this game? Do we like end up playing like Ubre a ton? I mean, I mean, if those guys are out, man, sign me yeah. up. McDaniel? Sign me up big time. Yeah, Maldon, like, yeah, yeah. Um, watch this one. 
I mean, this game's the 10 o'clock game by itself, too. Like, yeah, Teo Maladon would be a big, big investment for, for this slate. Yeah, I mean, like, didn't PJ Washington just come back, too? Like, this is like a per, like, it was like a personal or something. Like, yeah, man, this might be a spot. Charlotte just says, here you go, Sacramento. I'm just saying. And if they don't, if they don't, like, the, the flip side of that conversation is, like, Hayward at 6K is nice. If Rozier is out, ball at 8,400 is, I mean, yeah, the ceiling is potentially there. So, Charlotte's super interesting. Super interesting for this slate. Um, yeah, anyway. So, just saying. Pay, this news might not come out before lock either. This might be Charlotte rests everyone and Theo Maldon at 3,200 is the top value play on the slate and we don't get it until after lock. Um, so roster construction might be huge today. Sacramento side. I mean, it goes to say like if Charlotte punts this game, uh, Sabonis, Sabonis should smash, should smash in this spot. Charlotte is just absolutely horrendous against bigs, but if they punt this game, I mean, it might be like a 28-minute night for Sabonis, 30-minute night for Sabonis, and, like, he puts up 45 fantasy points, and you don't get the ceiling. So I think you're going to need some, like, really good correlation if you're playing Sabonis or Fox. Um, but if Charlotte's going to punt this game, yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to stay away from the expensive guys and maybe go down to, like, a Mitchell or somebody who might play in garbage time and just really – I hate projecting blowouts – but just really try to get this game right because there's a lot of potential value here. Um, and you could easily get it wrong. That's the best thing about DFS. Absolutely. Um, this is a big game. Like, Sabonis is expensive. Don't care, Stevie. I, I, I think this is a good spot to play him. You know, centers against Charlotte has been a very no, profitable. Not just boy. centers. I, I know Yeezy Bigs. was talking about – Yeah, Yeezy was talking about what Jokic – It was like 97 97- – 95 DK points. But it's been everybody. Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon went for 42 fantasy points against Yeah, over Sunday night. Our boy, AG, baby. Man, I just, I can't play him, but (laughs) good good luck. I don't play NBA on Sundays. I wouldn't have played him. Yeah. De'Aaron Fox, definitely another guy that I like at 8,300 in this this type of environment, man. it's, It's wonderful. Uh, give it to me, and and I think you take these two, play a couple of guys from Charlotte, and then we get the value in other spots. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we will get out of here. Again, I hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Favorite play under five k to go seven x. Who is your cheap play that you like here tonight? Before, let's see. I think we're close here, Stevie. I think we're right, though. I I think this is the right call. Let's go Kenrich Williams. All right. I like that a lot. Um, He's who I had written down for my get weird GPP play of the day. But the more I think about it, the more I don't think he's going to be a weird play by any means. 
Um, I'm going to go Austin Reeves. It's not going to be sexy, but I think that the state of the Lakers right now, Reeves can play 30 minutes a night and have a chance at 7X. So give me Austin Reeves. Uh, over 8K to go under 5X. Who is your bust? Yeah, I, I feel like we got a lot of guys here today, Stevie. This is a guy that, you know, I, I talked about earlier. Give me Zion at 10-2. I think he's too expensive. I'm going to go Dame. I love Damian Lillard. I have been overweight. I've been playing him a ton. I've been playing his point prop almost every single night. The Thunder don't keep this game close. I don't think Dame gets his ceiling game here. Um, he's going to go for 50 and barely just just get under um, his 5X here. Favorite 6X play on the slate. Who do you got today? Um, Give me... I think I'm gonna go slightly, slightly upper tier, Stevie. This is a guy I've, I've been following, man. I, I another big game. Give me Paolo Benchero. All right, listen. There you go. Um, yeah. I, I mean, not knowing the Dallas news, like my favorite six X play would be Dinwiddie if if Lucas sits. Um, but not knowing, not knowing that news is is really tough. Um, on this one, so. I'm gonna go. And there's like two guys I'm debating on. Um, heads or tails, Will? Tails. All right, give me Dort. Dort was the cheaper guy, so we'll we'll pick tails. So Dort. Uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who is your let's get weird GPP play of the day? Let's go. I wonder how weird this is. Because this is a guy we talked about earlier. And I'm not sure. I don't think he's going to stick because I don't feel like this game is too crazy. Give me Fred Van Vliet. I like that one. Do you think, do you think Garland's going to be chalky on this slate? That's what I was trying to figure out. He's seventy eight hundred. Like, I guess, I guess that's close. All right, give me Garland. But if he's going to be chalky, give me Fultz. Uh, just absolutely smash Atlanta like a week ago. I don't even remember how many fantasy points it was, but I wrote him down. So there you go. Uh, any bets? Anything standing out to you here night before? Nothing, nothing right now. Um, There's I can only like always... two games out on yeah. sleeper and prize picks, and it's, yeah, I mean it's tough. I already mentioned it earlier. Um, I really like Portland minus seven if you can get that. A lot. You know what? Give, give me Garland over seven and a half assists. Like he's been up to nine and a half, ten and a half this season, and kind of had some drop off because he had some tough games. But if you look at this stretch against some different teams or teams that have had guys out, OKC, eight assists. Spurs, nine assists. Dallas, I think Dallas was – and I think they may have blown Dallas out. Six assists. Indiana, 10. Dallas, again, no Luka, 12. Give me give me Garland over, over uh, seven and a half. All right, fair enough. Um, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, negative. Negative. 
I am good, sir. That's going to wrap it up here for Monday. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more hoops. Hope everyone has a fantastic Monday. And thanks for hanging out on YouTube, everyone in chat. We'll see you guys again tomorrow.